Hey there, listeners. Welcome to Horror Movie Club, the show where two dudes who are not quite nerds but not quite noobs choose a horror movie each week to rate and review. I'm Brian. I'm on the phone with Ashvin, and today we are talking about Bliss from 2019. Directed and written by Joe Begos, starring Dora Madison, True Collins, Rice Wakefield, and Jeremy Gardner. This movie is about a starving artist who goes on a trippy, drug-fueled bender and wakes up the next morning feeling very unusual. This was on a lot of the, at least a handful of top 10 of 2019 lists, so I figured we'd better check it out. By the time you hear this, it should be available to stream on Shudder, too. Uh, Ashwin, had you heard of this? What was your awareness of this movie? I, I think it was pretty low. Did uh, Was this featured on our top movies of 2019? Did someone submit this one? No, we did not. Nobody wrote about this one. Oh, okay. Then, yeah, no, I hadn't heard of it then. I think I may have briefly mentioned it at the tail end of our year in review episode as when I was listing some movies that had been buzzed about that we hadn't seen yet. And don't you know someone, uh, Do we, did someone recommend this one or was someone's favorite? Um, Blake from our Discord server really likes it. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think it was one of his favorites of the year, actually. Oh, cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm surprised uh, I never heard about this, but it seems like a pretty low uh, release, kind of an indie film, right? Yeah, yeah, I didn't, I don't think it was a big release. I think it was just straight to VOD, and then mm-hmm. it'll be on Shutter in late January. Cool. Uh, I'm sure, yeah, Shutter feels like a, a great place for this. Yeah, yeah, indeed. Um, so yeah, I normally... This is a very informal thing and we don't announce it, but we typically don't give spoilers until our little fake break. Um, but I feel like even the genre that we're about to describe is a bit of a spoiler for this movie. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested to hear what genre you're going to put this in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, vampire. Wow. Huh. You know... <laughs> Did I, you watch the movie? <laughs> yeah. I think I saw a different movie. <laughs> uh, no, I, I mean, I, there are definitely tar- parts where I, I thought like it was clicking and like, oh, shoot, this is a vampire movie. Um, but you know, I'm, I'm, I'd be hesitant to actually put that label on it because at the end, it's one of those movies where you're not actually sure. I mean, at least personally, I, I wasn't like aware exactly what actually happened here. Um, so I, I, I don't know, because uh, you're saying vampire because it's a person going around eating blood pretty much. Yeah. Um, yeah, drinking blood. There yeah. are vampires that there are people drinking blood who die when a stake goes through their heart. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sunlight <laughs> is a bad thing. Well, I, I could argue those are things that uh, occur to people beyond vampires. You know, if I put a stake through your heart, you'd probably die, right? <laughs> uh, sunlight, some of us, you know, we stay indoors and, you know, we don't got off. I, I just feel like it's, it's subjective here. And if anything, um, I thought, uh, I mean, part of it has to do with her, like, taking drugs and then drinking blood. I thought it was a crack at, like, those stories that came out years ago about, like, people in Florida taking, like, bath salts and then going around eating people. Uh, that, that's where I thought they were going. But Maybe. I mean, um, I tried to find Bliss as a nickname for cocaine, and I think that it's bath salts is what some people have called Bliss. Oh. oh but I okay. always thought they were doing coke in the in the movie. Yeah. I, I get them all mixed up, man. Yeah. <laughs> gotta, we, don't, gotta, we don't know our drugs. I know. We're so behind. <laughs> there are worse things. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it is a very much, very much a psychological horror movie, too, so... Mm-hmm. A case could be made that you don't know what's real. Yeah, yeah. But, I, I mean, yeah, I, I, I kind of felt vampire for a bit. Um, but, it, yeah, it's interesting how, how they did it. It's a very creative take on a, on a vampire film, if that's what it is. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, it's interesting. I got to thinking. I was, before bed, I was putting my five-month-old to bed, and we were like, you know, how you, like, pretend to bite babies. <laughs> yeah. You'd be like, oh, no, oh, no. Yeah. And I was just like, why are humans obsessed with eating each other or being eaten? <laughs> I know. And it's like the one thing, like, babies understand and get a kick out of. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, you're eating me. That's hilarious. Yeah. Cannibalism. <laughs> I know. One of the first concepts I've introduced to as a human. <laughs> yeah, like you bite the toes and stuff. Yeah, like why? And like we'll say like, oh, I want to eat you up. Yeah, yeah. Why? And then I thought more about it in horror movies and thought about like how much of horror is based around either people eating people or monsters eating people. Like vampires don't eat people, but they drink blood. Zombies, yep, eat people. Mm -hmm. Witches sometimes eat kids. Yep. Uh, Nine out of ten monster movies, the monster eats people. Mm -hmm. It's just pretty crazy how much of horror movies is people being afraid of being eaten. Yeah, that is really weird. I maybe there's like some innate like thing in all of us uh, to eat people, and that's just kind of what these movies are bringing to light. If like you take that to an extreme, yeah, I feel like it's kind of a, the ultimate cultural taboo. Yeah, yeah, but there are people who do it though, right? Uh, cannibalism. Yeah, I don't even know, man. Like, I, cultures? You mean cultures? Yeah, right. And I, I mean, think as, as that's well. like a pretty large misconception. Oh, really? But I don't know. I'm sure there are maybe some cultures that do it. Yeah, I guess you always just assume there's like these undiscovered civilizations potentially that are still doing it. Uh, but maybe yeah, maybe I feel like it's kind of like a not racist, maybe a little bit of racism of like yeah. Oh, there are these people and they they're savages and they eat people. Yeah. Um, not that there aren't cultures that practice things that are culture considers horrifying but yep yeah yeah well uh i mean is, is this is your ohio connection about a person in ohio who had the culture of going around eating people in akron no no oh jeffrey Dahmer. yeah you could say it was part in his culture his culture yeah he should that's what I he should have raised in a cannibal household yeah yeah it's, it's my upbringing it's my religion um, no, my Ohio connection was a bit more somber. Um, per capita rates of death from cocaine were the highest in Ohio in a 2017 calculation I saw higher than any other state. Wow. Boy, That's I really crazy. hope this movie was about cocaine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I, I think so. I think if you snorted through your nose, I just assume that's cocaine. Right? Yep. Yep. Unless, uh, yeah, yeah, probably. Um, an- another question about vampires, why is it so orgasmic when they eat? Oh, yeah, right. They have yeah. su- such a different relationship between blood as, like, any other creature does with its sustenance. Yeah, yeah, just like how sensual of, of a thing it is when they eat it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. they really get off of that. Uh, you never feel like that when you, like, bite into, like, a good steak or something? <laughs> I was going to say, I'm going to act like that at a restaurant next time I go. <laughs> uh. Yeah. <laughs> just like rub it all over your face. <laughs> yeah. I think I think the chefs really appreciate it. And just like have it dripping down my chin but not use a napkin. Yeah. Uh, no, man, I don't no know. No vampire more people... ever wipes its face. Yeah. Yeah, there's never a napkin around. 
No. You'd think you'd carry like a handkerchief with you if you were a vampire. Yeah, I know. Especially for like how put together they usually are. Oh, yeah, um, right? Appearance yeah. is important if you're a vampire. Yeah, they're pretty uncivilized when it comes to how they eat. It's yeah. Cool. God. <laughs> uh, this is, a, I guess, the last vampire movie we saw would have been Fright Night then, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Feels like we haven't done many vampire movies, though. This, Fright Night, Nosferatu. Mm-hmm. That's about it, I think. Yeah. 2011 Fright Night, that is. That's all we've seen. I, I just think as a genre, it doesn't see that much of a volume. Yeah, I, mean, I think if you Googled like vampire horror movies, a ton would pop up. But yeah, it's not like we get one or two every year. Yep, yep. Um, maybe we do, but it's not like I don't know. Pop- I, not like one or two popular ones every year. Well, I almost feel like vampires became like, they, they took the scare out of it with like Twilight and the Vampire Diaries and... Uh, yeah. What was, that, what was that show on HBO they had for a while? Um, oh, True Blood. True Blood. Yeah, yeah. it kind of needed to cool off for a while. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, did you notice, did you ever watch Cheers when you were younger? Yeah, I like that show. Did you ever notice that Norm from Cheers was in this? Uh, no, who was he in this? He was one of those old guys that always sat around playing cards at her oh, dealer's house. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Oh man, I know, I definitely didn't recognize him. Yeah, like he's 30. older. 30, 40 years on, yeah, from the Cheers days. Yeah, um, yeah I, and I think that this main actress, uh, she's from Friday Night Lights and Dexter, which, do you watch either of those? No, I haven't. Have you? Uh, I saw Dexter, and I think I remember her from there. Um, gotcha. But yeah, it's cool to see her on, on film. Yeah, this, uh, both her, Dora Madison, and the director, Joe Begos, or it's probably like Bejos or something, I meant to look that up, B-E-G-O-S, but, mm-hmm. um... He directed a movie called VFW that's coming out later. Actually, it'll probably be out by the time our listeners hear this, but it comes out February 14th. Yeah. Is that is that also a horror film? Yep. Yeah. It's oh, produced okay. by Fangoria. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, I, I read an interview with him uh, about this film, uh, and, it, and it sounds like uh, he was kind of like in a position the main character is in in this. Like he was just trying to like get someone to like greenlight some, one of his projects or something, and this is like the... Like small, like the smallest idea he could come up with, or something that uh, he was just trying to get funding or something. Uh, you you read about that? I didn't read that interview, but I did read something in a review talking about how this was a bit of an allegory for like trying to make it in Hollywood. Uh, yeah, it's it cool to see that portrayed this way. Yeah, yeah, it makes me appreciate it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, yeah, there's not that much background info out there on this movie though, man. So do you have anything else or should we move into the spoilers and talk about the plot? Uh, no, I don't have anything else. All right. Let's do it. All right. Let's keep going. But I've got another call coming in. You mind if I pause this and then we come back and record the rest in a second? Sure. All right. Be right back. All right. Okay, man, you there? Yeah. Cool. How'd it, how'd it go? Well, not too good, man. That was our agent, and uh, he said that uh, taking a fake break in the middle of the podcast just to make a lame joke isn't working anymore, and he's dropping us. He's dropping us? 
<laughs> He's dropping us. What about all that commission he wasn't making? He's yeah. just going to walk away from all that. <laughs> <laughs> I told him this was going to be our masterpiece, but he didn't listen. Oh, man. All right. Yeah. He doesn't know what he's so, listening. I think I'll console myself by doing some coke and having a threesome. Oh, yeah. I heard that. That's a good way to get over it. Yeah. I'll be there soon. All right. <laughs> Pop it on the next flight. Sounds good. <laughs> threesome, Illinois. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So this movie is about a painter who is failing. She hasn't painted anything in three months and... It's just kind of her life is on a bit of a downward spiral. She loses her agent. Uh, she says fuck every other word, it seems. Did oh that get God. obnoxious to you? Yeah. she was. I, I think she was just like set up as like this really pissed off person from the beginning. Yeah. And I mean, she's not meant necessarily to be likable. Maybe a little bit relatable, but yeah, she's cussing up a storm and she's a jerk to everybody she comes into contact, even the people who are supposed to be close to her, like friends and boyfriends and stuff. You know, um, oh, one one thing I couldn't tell, uh, was she like overly a jerk or whatever, or is this like how everyone in LA is? Did that ever occur to you? Hmm. Yeah, maybe. Maybe it was a bit of a lampooning of LA as well. But it's yeah. kind of like a seedy underbelly of LA. Like, sure. She's not yeah. in a good scene. Yeah, yeah. She's, she's not hanging around Hollywood or something. Yep. Yeah. Her network isn't the best. Yeah. Um,. So she goes to a wild party. She starts getting into drugs. I think she used to be into it, and she kind of cleaned herself up. But she goes to her dealer. She gets some bliss, as they call it in the movie. And she goes to this wild party. She sees an old friend there and starts making out with her. The friend is a lady. And then the dude that that friend is with gets in on it. And then you've got this pretty graphic threesome scene. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I might have seen a testicle in the... uh, the sex scene, which is oh, man. pretty rare. Yeah, I'll you weren't going to go back. Yeah, I watched that in slow motion, frame by frame it. Yeah. Uh, I missed that part. Um, so she has this, and a lot of the movie, the way it's shot, is very trippy. Like, it's, this movie kind of reminded me of Mandy in a way. Yeah, actually, when we were talking about genres up front, uh, I feel like this falls into art house uh, yes. horror. And yeah, uh, yeah Mandy was like the comparison I was thinking of too. Yeah, a lot of extreme camera work and uh, unique angles and uh, colors and flashing lights, strobing stuff like that. Yeah, I think both this and Mandy like did those things where like one scene, like the scene is like all red or all blue or something. And uh, right, yeah, and she did a very Nick Cage performance. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, certain like parts she yeah. was balls to the wall. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Or one, one ball on the can- on the screen for a second. <laughs> yeah. Um. So anyway, she has this threesome. Everything's very trippy, cinematography wise, and just to meant to put you in her shoes of she's just tripping like crazy the whole movie or whatever it's called when you're on whatever drug she's on. And like, um, like she's like taking like nonstop like shot, uh, cocaine, whatever that yeah. thing is. What's that thing you rub on your gums? Is that also cocaine? Yeah. Yeah. Toothpaste. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's She's flossing. And they, I think she was like constantly taking a bump or doing a rail. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was like nonstop. <laughs> yeah. Oh, our lingo. Yeah. yeah, she was, I was like, is she going to die at some point? Yeah. It's too much. <laughs> um, 
So she's just feeling very different after this bender. And she's wondering if it's the drug she's on or like what they did to her after this threesome. And she finally gets finds her friend like she hasn't been able to get a hold of her and they're in the bathroom of this metal club there's a lot of metal music in this too if that's yeah what it's like it. synth like and metal music yeah that's also kind of similar to mandy too i feel like that had those two sounds as well yeah yeah um so she's in this bathroom she starts throwing up blood and her friend is in there and another woman comes in and her friend just bites the neck of this woman and kills her mm-hmm and then so that's the big reveal of like there's things going on that may be vampire things. Um, she wakes up the next morning and she's not totally sure if what she saw was real. Um, and a good chunk of the rest of the movie is just her kind of, she describes it as alternating, like going through withdrawal and then being like just really tripped out. Like, yeah crazy high and then crazy withdrawal but she's like it's something different and like i want blood um, and, and it's also like her art's like also progressing though as she's doing it right thank you that's an important part of the movie she's been in this big slump and now she's really cranking on this piece of artwork and inspiration's just flowing through her she almost blacks it's almost like she's blacking out as she works on the painting mm-hmm. just gets totally into it she ends up, her boyfriend's super concerned about her, and she says to him she'd rather die painting something that matters than drink her life away next to him, which is just her ultimate asshole thing that she said to him throughout the movie. She's just been kind of a jerk. and Yeah. And she goes full That's... on, and then she goes back to the dealer's house, and these dudes are there playing cards, playing cards. And this is when she finally goes full on vampire and she just destroys everybody in the house. She's like ripping hands off, ripping throats out. It's gory. This is when the movie gets, it goes from just, I'm watching this person be annoying (laughs) and and with some derpy cinematography for like the first 45, 50 minutes. And then the third act, the next 30 are just bonkers, blood everywhere. Yeah. I like this attack scene. It It was really cool. Yeah, it was cool. Okay, um, it shows like kind of how strong she was too, like that she could take out three guys and just like bite into them. Right. It illustrated that she did have super strength. She lifted a couple of them up in the air, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, then she ends up back at her apartment, has another encounter with her boyfriend, and she's trying not to engage in this. She doesn't want to kill people, and then she sees his, like the. Achilles tendon on his foot and she's staring at it and she can't like take herself away from it and she just chomps on it oh, rips man. it out spits yeah. a piece of him out and destroys him um she like rips his head back oh yeah that's how she like finally kills him she basically decapitates him but like pez dispenser so that the back is still attached and then just starts drinking the blood that sprang out of his neck hole yeah so it almost got comically gory because that's pretty over the top. Yeah. There was a, they definitely use like a lot of blood throughout the whole movie. Like she either like a shower she's taking in this blood come out or she's throwing up all this blood or she's killing someone yeah. and there's like blood everywhere. She's like either has blood on her mouth or coming out yeah. of her shower or for the third act she's just covered in blood. 
Yeah, but then the other weird thing is like the painting she's doing is like all red. So right. yeah, half the time, like I was wondering, like, wait, is it all blood or is she just getting paint on herself uh, from her painting? And I think that's what was kind of like uh, confusing throughout the movie. Oh, is that one of your like? Did this really happen? Yeah, you didn't. You weren't feeling like that the whole movie, like the way it was shot and like how she'd like wake up uh, in places or like you know you didn't feel like she was imagining things versus not like the way the editing was done. I mean, it was very disorienting. She yeah. was high as a kite the whole time, but I did believe the vampire stuff was really happening. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Um, she tries to kill herself. She goes into the bathroom of her apartment and shoots herself in the head, and then she just gets right back up. Doesn't like? Don't we see like the bullet like it pushed out from her brain or something? Yeah, I think so. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Um. So then her. F- her boyfriend comes back like he's still alive and now is a vampire and he's saying something to her and pissing her off and then all of a sudden out of nowhere her friend comes in with a stake the friend who turned her and stabs him through the heart and is like the only way to kill him is to destroy the heart Mm -hmm. and she's pissed at this friend for turning her into a vampire and they get in this all out brawl in her apartment it's pretty gruesome and she finally kills her friend. She, like, rips off a piece of her face with her teeth. And then what does she do? She, like, pound her face in with something? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And, and then she, like, stabs her through the heart, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. She stabs her through the heart. That's how she finally kills her. hmm And then she gets another, like, bout of motivation, finishes her painting, it's her masterpiece, and she's standing there admiring it. A good chunk of this movie, she's naked, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> she's, like, coked out naked, covered in blood for a good yeah. chunk of the movie. And she finishes it. She's admiring it. She, like, knows it's her masterpiece, and then the sun comes up, and she explodes in a burst of blood, and that's the mm-hmm. end of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. I took the sun... Coming out. Making her explode as the nail in the coffin that she was a vampire. See, I wasn't 100% sure it was the sun coming out that made her explode. I mean, was the explosion uh, like distinct? There was definitely an ex- explosion where she blows up and she dies? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying to keep an open mind because a lot of times you take a view of a movie where I'm like, okay, yeah, that that's very <laughs> valid and I may have missed it. but Yeah. You don't sound too convinced this time. I am not convinced on this one. <laughs> it's just no one like said the word vampire. <laughs> right. That's true. And I, and I feel like if you're going to be a vampire movie, someone should say, hey, this, we're vampires. <laughs> Hi, we're vampires. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just put a V out or something. I'm Susan the vampire. This is Mark the vampire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, yeah. She, her friend definitely says something about our kind. Yeah. And they talk about this state of existing. Right, right. But this is, you know, because I, I think what happened, I watched this and I started reading the comments and people are like, this is about like the LA culture and life and how like artists kind of like sell themselves and their soul, just like try to make it. And like, this is how like they can destroy their whole like friendship network or something, just like try to feel like they've uh, made something meaningful or, or like to sell themselves. Um so, and then the whole bath salts incident from a few years ago, combined with the drugs, um, it was just, yeah, it was kind of like, uh, how much of this is like in her head 
versus how much of this is her being a vampire versus how much of this is just like the LA people suck and they're just killing each other to get ahead or something. Yeah. I mean, I definitely think it's an allegory for some of the things that you're mentioning. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Sure. And that's a good, good, good background to bring to the table. Yeah. 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 I, mean, I, I think you're probably right. Probably a vampire movie. And then, uh, yeah, probably just kind of hitting on LA culture and what it takes uh, or yeah, what they go throughout there. Right. What it takes to make it and selling yeah. your soul and stuff. Yeah. You ever watch the show, um, Euphoria? No, I don't think I've even heard of it. Oh, okay. It's, it was on HBO. It's about like some kids, which I think it takes place in, uh, or around LA, I'm guessing. And, uh, it, it kind of like hit some similar vibes on this one, like this young coked out generation and like the extreme lengths they'll go to and trauma that they face. Just felt okay. Interesting. Connected. Yeah. Um, so what did you think of this movie? Pros, cons? Uh, yeah, I mean, it was definitely like art house and, and I thought the music was great. Um, it, it was a little disorienting in terms of the way it's shot and, and like the colors. I like that he used, I think, 16 millimeter on the uh, camera and it gave the movie, movie a really like analog, uh, real time feel. Uh, yeah. Like very grainy. Yeah. Very grainy. Yeah, exactly. Um, I thought the acting was pretty impressive. Um, and then I, I like all this, the layers potentially to the storyline, but then also, like, I think maybe you and I, we just don't watch, like, enough art house so that when we do, it's kind of, like, disorienting and a little frustrating where, like, you're trying to figure out what the narrative is and uh, that, that kind of starts to... And, and all the colors that the, the camera does sometimes kind of pisses me off. Uh, so I, I, don't, I don't know. That, that kind of part kind of bugged me. Does that... How, how did you feel about it? The colors that the camera does piss me off. Yeah? Quote. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were agreeing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree with you. I think that the, yeah, we aren't enough of film buffs that we are drawn. Uh, I don't know how to phrase it. Yeah, I don't think either of us is really drawn to the art house stuff. We watch it mm-hmm. and we're interested. But yeah, it. Um, I think the main thing for me in this is that she's so unlikable. Like, yeah, they don't take the time to be like a typical movie of like, here's our character and here's their plight and here's why you care. Like, yeah, she definitely has a plight and we are with her the whole movie. Like, mm-hmm. um, the other characters are just kind of walking in and out, in and out of her life, but she is anything but likable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the fact that you don't really know what's going on and not much horror happens means that for the first 45, 50 minutes, you're just watching, uh, a failing, artist who doesn't seem like a good person mm-hmm. who has horrible friends like doing bad things and like saying mean things and yeah it got a little like why am i watching this mm-hmm. yeah but then man those last 30 minutes really turned it around for me oh yeah 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 i just i loved how the pace picked up and it just went all out mm-hmm. um, and i did like the music and the cinematography throughout yeah uh, last 30 minutes being like starting from when she kills the drug dealer. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I don't know it's... Yeah. Basically once she starts embracing her vampirism. Yeah. See, I never feel like the movie, uh, hit that, like that, like, I, like, I, I don't know. I, f- I feel like that happened and like things kind of kick into gear and you're like, Oh shit, you know, she's actually a vampire and she's crazy. But then she goes back to her apartment she passed out and she wakes up and uh, she doesn't even like really remember doing that if it was real. And there's this whole scene where she's like calling the drug dealer, trying to see like where he is. 
and then uh, like her e- agent pops out and uh, pops up, and she's having conversations with him and the dealer. So I, 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 never, I never felt like those like the strong like suddenly like quick momentum of like deaths, deaths, deaths. It was kind of like death, and then uh, hey, was that real? Did that even happen? Where am I? What's going on? Where's everyone? Kind of thing. Um, you, you didn't feel like it kind of bounced back and forth between those two vibes. Yeah, yeah, I guess it wasn't, like, straight-up action for the whole last 30 minutes, but I think that made me just way more engaged. Like, yeah, okay, that's happened, that's the kind of movie this is now, and it will happen again. Yeah, I mean, that, when it, uh, that like, statement kind of reminds me more of, like, Mandy, where, like, there is, like, a delineated, like, cut point where, like, from there, it's just, like, chaotic violence. And right, right. Yeah, I, I guess for this one, it took a while for her to, like, kind of come in, do you feel like she ever like embraced who uh, she had become, like this vampire, or was she always kind of like fighting against it? I think she was always fighting against it, which is why she she killed herself. And every time she killed somebody, it wasn't like that was her plan. It was like she became so overcome with hunger and hunger slash lust, bloodlust. Yeah. yeah. Mia's yeah. steakhouse lust. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and, and yeah, I, I agree with you. Like she was like the worst, uh, person, like the, uh, I mean, just tolerating her was like for that first, well, you throughout the whole movie is pretty hard, but I also felt like she was like really real. And, and that's one of the things that the directors come out and said is like her, uh, the lines like that she improv and picked up, like the, it was really meant to be him. And like, she like said things like he would have said, and like the acting was kind of spot on, like his character. And, and I feel like I know people like that who live in LA and, and they're just like that, like all about themselves really like self-absorbed and like all about making their own way or art or whatever. And I feel like they kind of capture that role or that personality really well. Yeah. The dialogue seemed very true to life as did the acting. She did. Yeah. She gave an incredible performance. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Dora Madison. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, I like that part of it. Yeah. Um, just wasn't always enjoyable to watch, I guess up front. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. It's pretty off. I feel like this is one of those movies where if I knew where it was going, like, I could rewatch it now, knowing where it's going, and admire it a bit more. Yeah, I'd definitely keep an eye out for that testicle on second watch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to make it sound like I'm going to pick up on some intelligent stuff on the rewatch, but really yeah. I'm just, <laughs> just looking for that testicle again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, so your explanation is that uh, those two were vampires and they converted her as a result of the threesome or did they do something else? Uh, They like bit her during the threesome because there was a scene where she looks in the mirror and sees blood coming out of her neck. Oh. Oh. Okay. In like her flashback memory, what the hell is she seeing? Is this a hallucination type scenes? Oh, right, right. And uh, so she also saw blood coming out of the shower, so you didn't really totally know what to believe. (laughs) There was like blood everywhere, yeah. And um, and so the drugs had nothing to do with any of it then. Aside from her character like downward spiraling and her memory being off, I don't think so. I don't think Mm -hmm. the blood, the drugs had anything to do with the vampire conversion. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I and don't I know, think man. she then was taking more drugs to stave off her cravings. Right, right. For blood. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think you got me like seventy percent convinced that she was a vampire. There's still <laughs> a decent chunk that thinks uh, this is more about like that bath salts thing and someone just doing the wrong kind of drugs and going around uh, eating some blood and killing people. Cool. But yeah. I th- I th- I think uh, you and your explanation for the explosion. 
Uh, psychological. (laughs) (laughs) Mind over matter. Yeah. You're not going to explode if you don't think you're going to explode. Exactly. It's all in your head. (laughs) Yeah. 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 That's, uh, that's, I'm going to stick with that. (laughs) Cool. All right, man. Well, I'm getting tired from all this focus on not exploding. So zero to five coked out naked vampires. What do you give this? Yeah, this, this one's hard, man. Uh, I think really artistic, great acting, uh, cool how many layers and the, uh, the the meaning behind it. Um, but yeah, the colors threw me off. And uh, <laughs> yeah. so, uh, so I, I feel like by that you mean like this, the disorienting way it was shot was just got kind yeah. of over. I feel like it got a little over the top after a while. Or yeah, well, you know just how maybe too much. Right. Like, you know, like sometimes like one scene will be like all red and then another scene is like all blue or like another scene is like all green or like they'll, they'll put like a, that, uh, that thing on the camera, that filter and make the yeah. whole scene that color. Yeah. That kind of bothers me. I don't know why they do that. Okay. I like it where I think it has its place, but yeah, this movie was, um, it was quite a visual feast, someone call it, but it got yeah. to be a little too much sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I sometimes just like, ah, oh, man, show me like natural lighting and like what's actually going on here. Um, right. And and yeah, maybe you're right. Like maybe especially like towards that end, like as as the movie really picks up, I think they just started doing that a little too much. Um, right. But yeah, what's what's the unit metric? Uh, coked out naked vampires. Oh, coked if out you naked. will oblige me, the word vampire. <laughs> right. We'll use that uh, general term, coked out naked. I, I think I'd give it. Uh, I'd give it uh, three, three coked out naked vampires. What about yeah. you? Yeah, that's what I, I give it as well. The third act, as I said, was really quite a spectacle, and I enjoyed that quite a bit. And the gore was fun mm-hmm. and gross. Um, and yeah, the cinematography, it did work well. There were quite a few shots where I was like, wow, that's great. Oh, yeah. But, Do you remember that scene uh, where she's like, uh, like I think the anxiety's like setting in of like she has no idea what's going on, and she's like circling around the room, and the camera's following her as she's calling people and yeah. freaking out? I, th- I thought that was really good camera work. Yep. My favorite shot was, I think it's right after she kills everybody at the dealer's house and then she's driving home in a, she drives a convertible and the wind is blowing through her hair. It's actually one of the less trippy shots of the movie. It's pretty straightforward. The wind's blowing through her hair and she's got blood all over the Uh, bottom, like of her mouth and her chin and everything and her sunglasses on and she's just got this like completely numb look on her face. Yeah. That was a badass scene. I like that a lot. Yeah. She looked like kind of a badass. Yeah. Yeah. that That was sweet. Yeah. Uh, cool, man. So both give it a three. Anything else before we close up shop? Uh, no, that's it. Cool. Alrighty. That's all for our discussion on bliss. Everybody. I hope you enjoyed it. And if so, please be sure to give us a five star rating on iTunes. It helps other people find our show and makes us feel good. If you want to join the discussion, you can find our social links on our website horrormovieclub.com under the social links folder. Uh, you can shoot us an email at podcast.horrormovieclub.com. We announce next week's movie on Facebook and Twitter if you want to follow us there. Our logo is done by Amy May Pop Art, so check her out on Etsy.com. Uh, one of those social links on the website is a Discord server we've got going. Uh, you can jump on there and talk to some fans of the show and just fans of movies in general. There's a great group and great chat always happening there. And I think that's it. So until next time, if you're going to do coke and have a threesome before things get too crazy, maybe set some ground rules about biting just so everybody's on the same page. (laughs) Have a safe word. Yeah.